Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Devil You Know. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. In West Germany, 1976, there was the exorcism of Annalise Michelle. And we talked about the episode of the Greyhound Bus 1170 being yes. the most disturbing episode. Oh, no. Episode. This is going to give it a run for its money. This one is the most disturbing one. You're already calling it. You're already calling it. We haven't even, we've gotten three sentences and you've just introduced it. That is a very confident allegation. I had a lot of trouble with this one. Whoa. Not based on the information, because the information is just the information. Mm -hmm. It's the photos and the audio. Oh, no. You're going to make me look at some shit. I know it. it Honestly, was disturbing. Like, I stopped Uh working on it, and then I started again uh, because I kind of made myself upset. Oh, my God. This is interesting because on the way to my apartment, Jason and I were discussing how I didn't sleep last night because I had just a ton of nightmares. So thank you. Here we go. Here we go again. How about this? Pull up, do a search. And if you're listening, uh, if you're hearing this, Mm -hmm. I say do this with caution. Uh, I maybe, maybe I'm just skittish. Okay. And maybe it's, it's that, but I was actually pretty jarred, um, uh, from this. So what am I searching here? Uh, Annalise Michelle, which is M I C H E L. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh God. What? Uh, Okay, so I'm going to just describe to you what I'm what I'm seeing here. So there's this like l- like cute young woman and then and she's got like a little br- brunette bob and then next to her is what I assume is her it's her same face and she's thin like sullen and she's got blood around her her mouth is open. Look around her eyes Gaunt, and it's and red. It's there's like, some really keep keep looking at more pictures. Oh god. There's oh a lot. Oh my god. She just it's like it's like a, I mean, it, remind, it reminds me of like concentration camp yeah. style humanity where it's like sullen, like the, her teeth are all like bloodied and I just, and she's laying in this, on this pillow and she's got this dress that's a similar pattern as the pillow. Do they have one of her mother like kind of having her in a headlock? Oh, there's there's That's there as well. Jesus. So I'm just warning everybody. It's in black and white. Is this it? Yeah. Ugh, it is. This is like... 
Ugh. It was so upsetting. I thought it was uh, like I thought it was like from like a movie because yeah. it was so. Yeah, the, these people. If you showed me a picture of Annalise Michelle, the just the, the her like school photo, and then you showed me the picture of of this woman's body, if they weren't next to each other, I'd be like, that's that can't be the same person. That's they're not the same age. They're not anything alike. Like, yeah, this is this is pretty pretty sad. And, pretty and this spooky. happened over a relatively short amount of time, and she's. Was twenty three when oh she yeah when she was twenty three yeah this this woman could be like in her fifty like the, it, it's it's really disturbing it's a it's a lot here there's a lot you really hit me out the gate with some pretty heavy shit Jason yeah I oh, okay. I wanted to kind of warn people and there's audio as well oh, and yeah, I am yeah. going to at my discretion edit I don't know if I'm going to or not mm. not because I you know I mean some people can this is again. the word this is a very it's, bad it's really um, bad. There's some really, yeah, I, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so, and I wasn't expecting it, so uh-huh. the shock was, uh, and there's audio, which is also very, very disturbing. Oh, so boy. at my discretion, I might add it, and then, you know, it's, uh, you know, kind of up to you to mm-hmm. listen or not listen. I mean, some people out there are just have a stronger constitution for this stuff. I do not. I yeah. do not have a very strong constitution. And the story is also very sad, and it, it is also one of those that, uh, is very angering, especially at the end. I feel like we've kind of sometimes I feel like we go a little bit, a little bit soft with some of the stuff. Not that it's soft. I don't want to like. No. I don't want to. I don't want to. You don't want to degrade this. They're no. all. They are all in in a, a dark esoteric kind of space. But some of them are really also very personal. I think. I think when you get the graph, like some of them, we like veer away from kind of the graphic stuff, or we touch upon it and kind of move on to more broader themes. But um, sometimes we don't do that. And sometimes we're here, and we're about to buckle up. Are you familiar with the movie The Exorcism of Emily Rose? Yes. So this is based on that. Okay, okay, okay. Which I, I did not see, but that's a very popular uh, movie in the kind of current exorcism. Yeah, the exorcism vernacular. They talk about the, the, the captions of the photos that I just, they were like, Emily Rose, Annalise, Michelle, yeah. whatever. Okay, and I have a feeling the movie would not be as terrifying as probably would happen. Of, co- of course not. Of course not. Annalise, Michelle, you know, there's going to be a lot of kind of, you, you almost kind of kind of see this coming. It's a really great breeding ground for something like this. Mm-hmm. She grew up very Catholic, a very Catholic family. All things good come from really staunch and strict, oppressive religious upbringings. And I think, and again, not everyone who has a very religious you know, very religious upbringing has issues that are exactly like this. No, but this is the, this is a outlier, but I, again, I just, I just think, especially with Catholicism, all the mythology around it, it gets very like, it's intense. Yeah. I mean, that's like being nice too, in a lot of ways, but again, great art, cool reliquaries into it. So this, we're in West Germany Mm -hmm. in the 1960s through the 1970s. So it's pretty modern-ish. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'd like to think it was like, that was 25 years ago, but you, yeah, know, it's, yeah. you know, we're talking about 50 years ago. Yeah. But still, real. when you're dealing with modern medicine, uh-huh. when it comes to the psychiatry yeah. and understanding behavioral... Sure. It, it's relatively recent, and but obviously, you know, even in the last 50 years, there's probably been a lot of advancements and, and stuff like that. Definitely, definitely. And we're also now in a time where The Exorcist came out, right? Yeah. We, got, like, we you have know, that on the our The Omen. Uh, yeah. It was a very, like, it was a time where that stuff was 
was huge. It was very powerful. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that I'm not saying that it necessarily affected this, but when you add up a lot of these things, you're going to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I see. I, when we talk about two of these things being in the media, like stuff like the BBC hoax kind of a thing, like I think in the sixties, it's like, yeah, of course we know it's TV. It's, it's a movie, but at the same time, there is less of an acceptance of the surreality fake, you know, the, the precipice of that medium. And people, I think in, take it a lot. It's, it's a little more ingrained in like, Oh, this could happen or this did happen. Or it's a little bit closer than I think our perception of movies now. Annalise Michelle grew up very Catholic, went to mass twice a week and when she was 16, she blacked out at school and walked around in a daze. Hmm. She didn't remember what happened, but her friends and family said that she was like in a trance. That happened to me too once, but I was on mushrooms. Yeah, this is probably not... Uh, That's not that story. It's not that... It's I, mean, like, no, I mean, yeah, I don't... Uh, mm-hmm. And a year later, she had a similar thing happen, and she woke up in a trance and wet her bed. Wow. And her body went through convulsions and she was shaking uncontrollably they took her to a neurologist mm-hmm. which is you know i cool. want to give good credit step. good step i want to give credit yeah. where where you know it's not one of these stories where it was just like immediately yeah we looked. got a bunch of priests in here we tied her to a bed they seemed to do due diligence initially mm-hmm. and they diagnosed her with temporal lobe epilepsy that okay. causes seizures loss of memory hallucinations. Okay, okay, okay. So that, it's like they get an explanation before it even begins. Yeah. Interesting. Also, this is something I never heard of. So temporal lobe epilepsy can cause something which I never heard of called Gestwin syndrome, Hmm. which is a disorder that causes hyper-religiosity. I don't know if that's okay, the pronunciation. in that person. So it makes them super religious or it, it const- they fixate on religion. They they get, it's a very kind of intense, like everything's a very uh, non-rational, unrealistic, intense mm-hmm. effect on religion. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like they were already in that. I'm sure, you know, going to mass twice a week, being sure, very, very yeah. religious, that, it's already pretty ingrained in their family culture. And that, that which I've never heard before, is, mm-hmm. you know, probably is going to play into this. Yeah. Un- for sure. Unfortunately. Oh, boy. So she started taking medication mm-hmm. for the epilepsy. She enrolled in school, the University of Würzburg in 1973. Mm-hmm. The drugs were not helpful. Okay. You know, because sometimes, you know, it, it was, we, I'm not an expert, but I, I, in my experience, what I learned now is, you know, there are more drugs. Mm-hmm. You 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 know do trials of the drugs. Yeah, it's a process. It's, it's a, process. a giant yeah. long process to figure out what, what works well for you because everybody is different. Yeah, and I'm sure there's pro- you know with MRIs and, mm-hmm. and, and advancements in science, you could probably figure out more. But sometimes it's like, well, we tried this one pill and it didn't work. Like, yeah, it's like, well, fuck me. All right, I guess I'm insane now or something. So the drugs weren't helping, and her condition started getting worse. I don't mm-hmm. know, if, like getting older, or it just triggers. Like once the floodgates open, it just yeah. Doesn't it's interesting out. how some things get better once you get older. Like you kind of age out of some things, and some things get worse. Again, everybody's different. Terrifying. So she was taking her medication, mm-hmm. but then she began to believe that she was possessed by a demon. Oh boy! 
and that she like, needed to find a solution outside of medicine. So she, I guess, initially she's self motivated. That's very interesting. Uh, this is already like a very different exorcism story than most I think we talk about, and certainly ones that I hear of. She said, she said that she would see the face of the devil. Mm-hmm. She heard dis, uh, demons whispering in her ear. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, people hear voices. Mm-hmm. You know, there's whatever, bipolar, schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. She heard demons telling her that she was damned and would rot in hell while she was praying, and she concluded the devil must be possessing her. She sought out priests, I'm sure, you know, family mm-hmm. involved. She must have been a great uh, college dorm mate. Yeah, I got to imagine she probably, you know, had a pretty, it's not like she was like, I was just chilling and, you know, like, I was like a kickback girl. It sounds like she no. probably, you know, and, and, and as we find out from her family, there's probably, you know. A lot going on? Probably a lot going on mm-hmm. and sounds pretty devout. Yeah. Yeah. Which you can even, you know, you take people that are very devout and even mm-hmm. if, it's, if things aren't this bad, sometimes they take things that are happening and they put it through their... You know, through their filter and it comes out the way it comes out. Yeah, totally. So she reached out to, I'm sure they had access to a lot of priests going to Mm -hmm. mass twice a week. And they were like, we can't help you and suggested medical help, which Mm -hmm. is great. Which, I, you know, you find, we've talked about exercise This is so interesting. They're like, get help, get help. And she's like, the devil is in these pills. Yeah, and I feel like the the church has always kind of been represented as being like, uh, hey, you want to say, like, oh, we need an exorcism. They're, they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, they don't have to do it. They're just kind of like, it's it's always like a special case. You need permission. Yeah. So it, it, they've, you know, always been reluctant. Yeah. Even, even represented my movies. friend who got a weird exorcism when she was 14 years old. Yeah. That was just like willy-nilly. They had a coupon and like, here, go do it. But yeah. in Germany, 1960, still very... Well, you're going to save a few bucks. I mean, it's a little... I hard. mean, it's just sensible. It's just common sense. Uh, yeah, so they needed permission from a bishop or whatever they needed permission from yeah, you need anyway to, to punch do that. card. So her delusion started getting worse. Sure. And she would rip the clothes off her body. Mm-hmm. Uh, she performed up to 400 squats a day. Crawled Whoa, under she must a, have been ripped. Crawled under a table and barked like a dog for two days. She Whoa. ate spiders and coal, Shh. bit the head off a dead bird. It was so metal. Hold on, this is get Licked her own urine from the floor. Oh, God. So in that sense, I, I, I do have some kind of sympathy. Sure, this person is clearly mentally for Ill. for her and and her family because it's a very extreme thing. Yeah, very extreme. Again, I don't know. You know, not in the room. You, you mm-hmm. don't know how what's feeding into what. Yeah, the place has got to be wall to wall with religious objects. Yeah. So it's a constant. Like I, I would imagine that if just say we were pretend we were obsessed with like fame and celebrity, right? Mm-hmm. You know getting more people to listen to the podcast and mm-hmm. acceptance. Let's just pretend. Pretend. Again, just humor us. We're totally free from we that. We are here. But, we're just doing the good pretend. work of reading the internet for the people. Maybe we would be obsessed with, oh, I'm, am I I'm not uh, tall enough? Am I not funny enough? And, and yeah. all those th- those things would play into us. But it, but when you're surrounded by religious objects and you've grown up that way and you've been kind of was indoctrinated or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it, that is g- going to be the thing. Mm-hmm. So her mother was like, I'm going to get a priest. And yeah. in, again, I want to be fair in her defense, at least according to the information, mm-hmm. a lot of intense stuff has happened. Sure. And it's, it's, there probably could have been a little more, I mean, I'm sure there's people 
with if you brought it to enough doctors, they'd be like, "Yeah, we've seen a lot of people like this, and yeah. this is how we've treated them, yeah, for better or for worse." It's, yeah. I'm trying to the, the first person to have whatever this is, mm-hmm. but they were probably like, "Let's go another another route." Mm-hmm. They found a priest, Ernst Alt, mm-hmm. who was like, "Yes, I believe this," and he, for whatever reason, either he truly believed it or he's like, "I want to be part of this," or. Mm-hmm. This is now my calling. I'm sure there's probably maybe 10 priests that were like, no, go to a doctor. And mm-hmm. then Ernst Alt was like, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, oh, and the the priest, uh, he said officially, legally, in court documents, she didn't look like an epileptic. Oh. That's his expert opinion. Oh, cool. He, I, I looked her up and down and she didn't seem to have that condition. So we went for it. Yeah. So I destroyed her. Annalise wrote to Alt, I am nothing. Everything about me is vanity. What should I do? I have to improve. You pray for me. And also once told him, I want to suffer for other people, but this is so cruel. Mm. So Alt, uh, Ernst Alt petitioned the local bishop, Joseph Stangle. Oh, cool mm, name. Yeah. Hmm? Not a great name. <laughs> Stangler. Yeah, it's like a, kind of a very intense name. Yeah, Mr. Stang. He approved the request and granted a local priest, Arnold Wren's permission to perform an exorcism, but mm-hmm. ordered that it be carried out in total secret. Okay. They're like, we got a rep to protect. Yeah. We're the Catholic Church. <laughs> so, you know, we know about exorcisms. We're all experts. Yeah. But as far as in the Catholic Church in the 1500s, priests would use the Latin phrase, vade retro Santana, go back mm. Satan to expel demons from their mortal hosts. Mm-hmm. The practice of Catholic exorcism was codified in the ritual. Romanium, a book of Christian practices assembled in the 16th century. The 16th century. Yeah. 16th. Not current. Explicitly not current. And Very archaic, probably not useful. Why are we doing this with this text? In the 1960s, they were very rare among Catholics. But again, we, like we discussed, movies like The Exorcist caused mm-hmm. a renewed interest in that was a it's interesting how time has gone on it's like oh no let's go down this road this yeah. is this is a great road so over the next 10 months following the bishop's approval of the exorcism alt and rents conducted 67 exorcisms Whoa. lasting up to 4 hours on annalise oh god she was just like reduced to a puddle through the sessions she revealed she was possessed by five demons oh my god lucifer Cain, Judas Iscariot, Adolf Hitler, and Nero. Whoa. I didn't realize that human historical figures could be demons. It's interesting that Hitler is brought up, especially, you know, how Germany, so, how Germans feel. I was in Germany. I'll yeah. say I was oh, in Germany. Oh, a world traveler on our hands. Yeah, I'm just I gonna, see, I see. But, you know, the uh, I did go to where, and this is allegedly, but this is there's a marker where um, Hitler's, I guess, grave is. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. That's a little side note. Someone's going to mm-hmm. look into doing. I just don't know how much I want to talk about Hitler. Yeah, just I just don't like know how a much fun Hitler ep. Yeah, but I, I, I'm the the imagery and the you know the of Germany plus the religion. It's a, mm-hmm. it's just very very intense. Yeah, that's. I mean, again, it's like what is going on here, really? Uh, the spirits would kind of. Uh, I guess they would kind of vie for power mm-hmm. inside her body and would communicate, obviously, through her mouth mm-hmm. with a low growl. And there's mm-hmm. audio of that. And, you know, we've, you know, we did the episode on the Enfield poltergeist, which, you know, the girl was making 
very scary sounds. Yeah, growling. But she was just making that. This is... It's uh, like not. It doesn't feel hoaxy to you. Not at all. No. No, no, so no, do, no. do you believe in exercise? I mean, what do you... Th- I mean, should I ask you this after you're done with your spiel? <laughs> I mean, there's more spiel. You know what? How about this? How about we... How about we put down the holy water? Just for a and, second. And take, but I'm still to, thirsty. You have to drink it. You know anything about holy water? Well, on that, we will take a little break. A breaky. Today's episode is sponsored by Podcorn. Not every podcast can automatically make a million dollars like Ghost Town. Yeah, millions. Of course, we're grateful and happy to have so many supporters and be able to advertise all kinds of great things, but let's face it, it's hard to make money as a podcaster, but that's where Podcorn comes in. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to podcast sponsorship opportunities such as host-read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. Podcorn is laid out so clear, it's concise, said the workflow is great. You never give up any of the rights to your podcast, and Podcorn is here to support you every step along the way. That way you're protected and compensated for the work that you do for brands. Podcorn is a ton of great advertisers, and we're super excited to help. Another perk? With Podcorn, there is no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes with as many quirky ukulele riffs in the intro can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform, set their own rates, and collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. Sweet, sweet freedom. The whole point is to give podcasters transparency, creative freedom, and full control of how and when we monetize. If only everything were like Podcorn, am I right? Click the link in Ghost Town's show notes to sign up to Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities immediately. That's podcorn.com slash podcasters. This was, uh, was suggested by Chris's Trash, our friend Chris. Yeah, he's all over the place. He's a, this guy's a helpful dude. He's super helpful. Thank you. Uh-huh, you know, he's just you. born at work and he's just, he just he's, staring at these pictures, I guess. I don't know if he's not terrified <laughs> no. or what he's doing. Yeah, he seems like he has a, a, a firm constitution, very grounded, doesn't feel very shakable. And he's a, a patron. And there's another I hope episode. he got his pin. He did get his pin. He got okay, his pin. he did. He, he said tweeted, that. but he got cool. his pin. I got it. Cool. No one else complained about not getting their pins, but cool dude. If you want to know what's the deal with these pins or another episode on exorcisms? Uh-huh. It's at patreoncom slash pod. That's right. Bonus episodes, like an episode like this, might show up on there with no ads at all. None to speak of. Yeah. So and you get you them think ahead, that there is. in advance, and you mm-hmm. get them without ads. Advance without ads, maybe a pin. What else do you need? Content? No. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, we have a couple Instagram. Yeah, we've got a lot uh, of great suggestions mas- lately. Massages. It's kind of hard to keep up. Yeah, uh, big big B I G G S K Y underscore says Memorial Mound is bizarre. If you haven't heard of it, LOL. This dude in the seventies was trying to revolutionize cheap burials. The coffins were suspended in air in some weird, deadly body carvana setup. That sounds amazing. Families could go quote unquote visit their relatives' graves via nineteen eighties TV screens. LMAO. Well, the business went belly up, as you could imagine, because what the fuck? Well, come to find out there was a hell of bodies left in that bitch. That sounds exactly up our alley. Exactly, yeah. I feel invigorated by that list. message. I'm ready to rock and roll. Uh, we also have a message from Amanda.Sal95. She seems lovely. She says, hi, y'all. I discovered Ghost Town Pod, and I've been doing my best to binge it whenever I can. That's right. That's your job. We own you. <laughs> you are both so funny, and I feel like I'm listening to friends talk whenever I have it on. Ha ha. Friends that you just can't interact with. 
the topics you cover are really interesting too, and I like that you have a variety of topics mixed with comedy. I'm currently starting episode 67, so I should be catching up soon. And not if we can help it. Yeah, we're we're gonna keep popping them out. Two a week, popping You'll, them out. Yeah, no, we appreciate that. Uh, so happy that you enjoy it, like that you like the comedy. Oftentimes, you know, people are like, no, less comedy, less Rebecca personal stuff, less Rebecca personal stuff. Or we're doing Cut comedy. The they're, like, they're like, they're like, you think that's comedy? And yeah, we're like, like, yeah, that's what you're we call a jo- it. You're a joke. Yeah, you, your lives are a joke, and they're not wrong. No. But I don't know. I find that the thing is that people are not wrong. The people are not we wrong. We are definitely ones that are wrong, but we just won't we stop. We won't stop. We don't take criticism at all. We but don't take constructive or uh, unconstructive criticism. I do want to uh, plug one more, one more thing, which I don't really talk about often. Um, but uh, the show that I've been working on, uh, Brain Games, is on Nat Geo. It premieres January 20th. Coming so up. So we're, we're really coming up. Jason is featured um, he, in an episode. You might see me. He's, doing some yeah, things. he's a freaking star. Yeah, you know, dude is a star. Um, I wrote and some you, weird games. Yeah, you wrote. I'm, you I'm, I'm in one of the extended episodes. My voice. Oh, that's not true. My voice is in it. So if you aren't sick of this shit, yeah, uh, check out check out some brain games. It's it's a really fun show. And unlike fun. this podcast, you can watch it with your kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not this episode. And if you no. want to uh, rate and review on. Anywhere Patreon, you listen, yeah. whether Apple Podcast or wherever you're listening, I said Patreon. <laughs> yeah, you could. Uh, we could use the uh, some positive reviews. We that would be we wonderful. T- we, we take a hit, and um, that would be wonderful. We'd, we'd, we'd uh, appreciate it. Yeah, and if you don't feel positively, maybe hold off on the review. Tell us what you want, or us just to lie change. to us. You think no, I... tell us what you want us to change, and we'll do whatever you ask of us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it. Yeah, we are not joking around. So eventually, uh, Anna, Elise, Michelle died. As you saw from the photos, and it was yeah. at twenty three, it was yeah. Which brutal. there were photos of her alive at that time, and then dead, and they look the the same too. It's really really sad. Yeah, and she's very very young, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of audio and a lot of photos that, you know, uh, really the what I'm telling you is like sure I've heard this story before, but mm-hmm. when you're when you're seeing it because it's so it's so recent that it's not hard to find the information. Mm-hmm. But it's also so recent you would think there'd be more more modern medicine involved. Mm-hmm. The demons were continually battling within mm-hmm. her. Hitler, the Hitler demon, would say, people are stupid as pigs. They think it's all over after death. It goes on. Mm-hmm. And Judas saying that Hitler was nothing but a big mouth who had no real say Whoa. in hell. Wow. It's like we're getting the, the inner uh, post-death scripts of historical figures. It's almost educational. Through the sessions, Annalise would frequently talk about dying to atone for the wayward youth Ugh. of the day, the apost- apostate priest of the modern church. Mm. Whatever that is. Oh, man. She broke the bones and ripped the tendons in her knees from continually kneeling in prayer. Oh, God. That was, I mean, that, to do, to, what it takes, that is awful. Over the 10 months, 10 months, Annalise was restrained so the priest could actually do the exorcism rites. Mm -hmm. She slowly stopped eating Mm -hmm. and drinking, Mm -hmm. and she eventually died of malnutrition and dehydration on July 1st, 1976, at 23 years old. So... I initially, because there's a lot of things, I've heard of other situations, I just, I was looking to other similar 
exorcism and they would mm-hmm. try to starve out. Yeah. So this wasn't a case of, you know, her, like, their, her refu- getting refused food. She was mm-hmm. refusing. Yeah, and they do that. I mean, that's still actually a very medically viable way to deal with a lot of different um, diseases and uh, cancers and things. So it's mm-hmm. like, it, yeah, it's interesting. It's, it was almost like her against science in a lot of... What, what about the picture of her mom in the headlock? Is there any, like... Or you just presume it's just subduing this. Subduing. Subduing. Yeah. Oh. And it was pretty compelling because it wasn't like, I feel fine. I just, my hair looks, um, I just had cut bangs and like, no, yeah. the devil made you have bangs. It yeah. it was a pretty, and you get, listen, they're, they're people that are already religious. They're already susceptible. It's the 1970s. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't even have satanic panic yet. Yeah. So well, we're, we're not even at that point in like the early 80s mm-mm. when we have, when we have that. So no, but this is also post-war. Germany, which I, I think we haven't really touched on to like this wounded country who was decimated too by the, the, these wars, like one after the other, like limping along. And so the idea of like feeling untethered and lost, like I bet a lot of people, I bet depression was high. I bet mental illness was high. It was not a good time. And maybe, you know, religion is, was the, I don't know, there was an solace. Yeah. yeah. An answer, there was solace in it. Yeah, but with comfort. that, come that, if you're tripling down on religion, uh-huh. you're paying the price in this situation, I yeah. suppose. Yeah, I mean, this is, a, this is a sad, this again, this doesn't look, this doesn't make Catholicism look cool. This is a sad story of someone really leaning into an identity that killed them. And... Probably, and I say probably, we don't know, for example, but it, mm-hmm. there, there, steps could have been, way more steps could have yeah. been taken. It was just initial steps, and there's a point where there's, you're you're so far No, gone and also, and, I blame, I mean, I, I, she clearly had mental illness, but, like, all of the people around her who sees someone becoming malnourished to the point of they're about to die, and they still don't go to a hospital. Her own mother... You know, I can't even imagine that. Like, even if you believe that they are possessed, you have to be like, but this person needs water. This person needs fluids. So, like, let's take them to a hospital to do that. But nobody did that. I, yeah, I don't know what you, you expect the outcome is going to be. Even Let's just say it's successful. And mm-hmm. you, what do you think is going to be the... Yeah. You're still... You're, the vessel is still... Yeah, just a wounded human being. So, after her death, the story became sensation it was uh-huh. a national sensation in germany uh, her parents and the two priests were charged with negligent homicide mm-hmm. good they came before the court and used a recording of the exorcism to try to justify their actions so they were pretty you, but you've heard the recording i have not yet i've heard the recording yes i've heard there's i've heard some of the okay, recording so you think yes. it's pretty compelling disturbing i mean not like the, you believe this but it's pretty compelling it's compelling in the sense that you know they probably were like we're out of our depths and yeah, we, and we weren't scary. doing it. We weren't doing it. I don't think the intention was like I just want to get rid of this girl. Let's just mm-hmm. say it's an exorcism. Yeah. I, I don't think that's what it is. But you still have, you know, like a due diligence mm-hmm. to care for somebody who needs the mm-hmm. care, and then at that point, whether science, you know, yeah. or na- nature or life, kind of takes kind of control of what happens, but it's really not for you to intercede yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. The two priests were found guilty of manslaughter. Great. Resulting from negligence. And they were sentenced to 
give me the amount of time that would be sufficient for you. For manslaughter, which is not... Not murder. Not murder. Yes. Manslaughter, I would say... I mean, I bet they were maybe a year. Six months. Hold on. Suspended. For three years probation. God. But no more exorcisms for those three years? Uh, Oh. Only three a month. There was a limit. No, I don't know. What the, <laughs> the parents were exempt from any punishment as they suffered enough. So they, oh, kind of, okay, like okay. a time served, I suppose. Uh, which is bullshit. Is a, in and my I, mind. I think that's a German. That's within German yeah, law. Yeah, it's such in a, America, but that's such a subjective valuation. Yeah. It's like someone died. <sighs> so, years after the exorcism, German bishops retracted the claim that she was possessed and said that she was mentally ill. So they walked to that wow, back. Wow, 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 wow. I don't um, know if that's for to, to save face or... Wouldn't that be the... That would be not saving face. That would be rescinding what they so adamantly believed. Right, yeah. So that feels like sh- even shittier. Where they didn't even... Yeah. Later they were like, actually, no. So like, so she died in vain? So you actually knew what was going on and you didn't do anything? The a quote from her mother... I know we did the right thing because I saw the sign of Christ in her hands. Fuck off. She was bearing stigmata, and that was a sign from God that we should exercise the demons. She died to save other lost souls and atone for their sins. What? That's Anna, Anna Michelle, her mother, in 2005. So she's like, what a fucking, I would do it again. Changing the narrative to make her a martyr. She saw stigmata. You know what happens when you malnourish someone in there? Praying so much and losing their minds, like they get injured. It's not stigma. That's so ugh. Ah, I just religion. Oh, this makes me very angry. Yeah, I figured. I figured. You, you thought this was gonna be one yeah. that's gonna. Well, it's you know the again. I've talked about having the episode, the Greyhound eleven seventy mm-hmm. episode. We talked about how like I feel those, angrier though for this because yeah. this that one it's like it's like nobody could really do any like it just happened. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it happened. This one it's like everyone was complicit in this like they ever there's so many steps someone could have been like whoa 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 let's take her to a hospital and but maybe they it was and then they rescinded dip- then they were like actually it was mental illness fuck off maybe it was if it was maybe it was two other priests that were like hey listen this is not what we thought it was gonna be yeah like we're gonna like and the the, the i'm sure if the priests were like listen in our expert opinion we're the ones wearing a collar and i know yeah. you see that you're that's right you 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 kind of kind of fall in line with what we say. We're your authority figures. We say we should take her to a a hospital and kind of do both. Yeah. Whatever. I'm sure the parents would be like, sure, whatever you say. Yeah. Or at least eventually kind of give into that. I mean, you're watching your kid die. You're just watching her die over the course of the months. They don't think they're seeing their kid. They're like, that's not my kid. Yeah, but like... Judas Iscariot, it's sure, Nero. Sure, sure, it's, but like yeah. in the vessel of your child, like that, what, that doesn't, I mean, yes, suffering, They so they don't have to go to jail, great, but like, take her to get some fluids. Like, bandage those knees. I don't, like, what is going, ugh. Yeah. Oh, this is not, this is not a good, good one. So this would be the point where I either decide or not decide to add the audio. I think you should do it, and we're telling people right now, if they don't want to listen to it, they don't have to listen to it. But I want to listen to it. Okay. And I want to listen now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Du musst alles sagen, was du mir zu sagen hast. Im Namen des Vaters und des Sohnes und des Heiligen Geistes. Amen. Die Mutter Gottes wird dich dazu zwingen. Im Namen Jesu und im Namen Maria. Im Namen des Vaters und des Sohnes und des Heiligen Geistes. Amen. Alles, alles, im Namen des Vaters und des Sohnes und des Heiligen Geistes. Und zwar, egal ab welchem Monat abgetrieben wird. Das wissen wir alle. Da ist noch nicht alles gesagt. Du musst jetzt alles sagen. Und zwar, dass die Dinge, die Embryos, nicht zu anschauen, Gottes Gelangen. So. Ja. Sage die Wahrheit. Ja! Wo kommen die Embryos hin, wenn ich das Nicht in die Hölle. Nein. Wohin? Ja, die kommen auf. No. Ja, wohin? Wohin? Ja, das weiß man, kann ich nicht sagen. In den Himmel? Ja. Also doch. Ja, aber nicht so. Vater, Vater der Lüge, sage die Wahrheit. Im Namen des Vaters und des Sohnes und des Heiligen Geistes. Amen. Nicht zu anschauen, Ja, ja. Sind aber glücklich. Glaubt auch niemand. Wir können den nicht sehen. Allermaul. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 